So welcome, Ash. Um, so this is awesome. Thank you for for joining me at oh, this yeah. point. Um, yeah. So um, so there's one question I always like to ask is not always like to ask, but I'm gonna ask you now. Um, so say you at a dinner party and um, you know there's a whole bunch of people at this dinner party and all of a sudden the table goes quiet and someone asks you so what do you do <laughs> how do you how do you answer that Ooh. yeah um that's that's always like the, the uncomfortable question i think mm. um, for me personally i don't know most people would be different but for me it's very uncomfortable but it's worth answering um because mm. depending on how i convey the message across it will be, I normally go straight into what I currently do um, with my time. So I would say like, I am, I'm a cleaner, I work for a church um, full time. And then I proceed in, in explaining what I do with my spare time, which would be, well, recently I became a parent. Um, so I'd say like, I like playing music, um, uh, games and uh, watching movies and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I would, I would literally just go through a list of things, mentally list of things that I do yeah. um, through my day, um, like clockwork. <laughs> uh, cool. Um, it's funny though, because I think it's such a it's such a broad question because you, yeah. it also depends on who, who's at the dinner party. Yeah. So you can always look at it at, at, at that point as well. Um, and then um, some of you, um, I, I know Ashley lived long, we've been mates for a long time. And so I've enjoyed really being friends and just doing life together, in a sense. Um, so I feel like I have the upper hand because I know Ashley a little bit more than you guys do. Yeah. But you're going to get to know him a little bit more here today. Um, so I want to start off with kind of just give us a little bit of insight. Ashley's a, just to put this out there, Ashley's a new father. Yeah. Baby girl. Sweet. Um, her name? Hadassah. Hadassah. Beautiful. Hadassah. And her meaning? Adasa is, um, I feel like my wife should be here to explain this, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, Hadassah is um, Queen Esther's uh, Hebrew name, um, and it means marital tree, um, mm. and we chose that name because of what the tree actually uh, means, it's just, it's just an established, for me this feels like it's an establishment, God's establishing his, um, his beauty and identity um, in, in her. Mm. Um, and so yeah, we would want to, we kind of chose that name to bless her for futures continuing. Um, for those of the, uh, yeah, as well, we we diverse as well. So I'm black and my wife is um Dutch, and so she my do our daughter will have a story to tell, and so we just wanted to. <laughs> yeah, diverse. Yeah, very diverse. diverse. Hey, we live in Africa, so yeah, it man. has to be diverse. <laughs> um, so that's awesome, man. Congratulations for thanks, that. Thanks. And um. So then, being a new father, just give us a bit of insight to, I know it's a, it's a daunting task, it's, mm. it's not something that you take up lightly because there's so much to um, experience in this season for you with your daughter. Um, so tell us, give us a bit of background with, in terms of your father, like, yeah. what was he like and how did you see him as and, and, and where do you think your father yeah. is going to go? Um, yeah, just yeah, with with my father, um, again, I I just like my daughter. I also come from a mixed background. My mom's Afrikaans, and my dad is Tosa, um, uh, born from born in the Eastern Cape, 
um, and they lived in Langa um, Township. And so um, it's having to, to observe my father. Um, so anyways, I, I've got three sisters, so I'm third born, mm. only boy. <laughs> um, yeah, so I had a huge task ahead of myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, um, observing a man um, with my father, observing a man who had few words, um, but a lot, huge action. So um, he didn't speak much. Um, he was he was one of those men who would come in a house, have a routine, um, and go to work, uh, go go to his friends straight after work, and then come back home. And on odd days, he would stay um, stay in the house and crochet. He didn't speak. He wasn't really much of a socialite. He had social people around him, but he yeah. himself was a man of few words. Mm. Um, but his actions, I think, um, yeah, spoke spoke a lot. Spoke volume. Yeah, spoke volume. Um, and you could sense that from the people he was around with. They kind of, you know, if you speak less, I found that the people around you speak for you. I don't know, it's like it comes mm. naturally mm. for those around you to speak for you. So he had people who spoke highly of him. Explain, I mean, described him in ways that I never witnessed as a young boy because he, he became a different person around those people. And so, mm. um, but he was a solid guy, um, very true to himself. Everyone knew that about him. Um, and so, yeah, he was a man of, of, of straight, like a straight, straight arrow. Um, yeah. Yeah. And some of those, some of those, if you look at him now and his characters and his traits, you what what are some of those traits that you see in yourself um so the the traits that i see um in myself when i think of my dad is is observing i think i'm i'm, I'm very observant around my environment and i myself i'm not one to to quick, to be quick to to speak um, but when I do have the chance, I speak quite a lot because I take that from my mom. I think my mom was a speaker. <laughs> yeah. She's still, like everyone knows my mom. You <laughs> yeah. hear her speaking miles away. Um, yeah. But I think I, I have a timing thing where I time my, my, when, when opportunity arises in a social environment, I'll be quite open and, and talkative. Um, but in a one-on-one, in a -on -one, I tend to like to listen to people. Um, and so we in a in a situation where there's a fight or conflict i i like to take the back seat and just observe before responding yeah um even when the environment requires me to get immediately involved in i will take my time um that irritates a lot of people um, <laughs> but yeah. i those who know me would understand where it's coming from and, and I, yeah. yeah so when i speak i speak from the heart and from my mind and so i think that i take that from my dad that's awesome. That's great, um, and I love that that you say with your with your mom. She's very out, outspoken, loud. You can hear from a mile away. Yeah. But then your dad has softer side. He pays a lot, lot of patience, yeah. and you've took, taken both of that, and yeah. you can um, say them quite nicely together in yeah. a sense. So that's quite cool. Um, so I, so I kind of want to ask you this feel uh, this question because I think it's, it's something that I thought about when I when I wrote the question down in terms of what as a new father at this point what feeling comes up the most for you um, um yeah i think a feeling of um 
you know, like gro growing up, I never, I never saw. The, well, I have a feeling of of protection. I think now that I'm a father, you know, um, mm. like being a bodyguard, you know, watching over. I never had to do much of that. Um, growing up because I, I mean in a crowd of people I was always like the little guy you know I was mm. that guy so I, I didn't have someone to look over and more people like to look over me yeah um yeah. and and so having to to be a father and a leader uh, in this role being fresh to me um is is something I'm still figuring out I think I'm still figuring out how, how to deal with that and, and what to do about it mm. um but each day, you know, brings its own challenges. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's just that, that protection, you know, because, I mean, the world that you live in, we all know, it's, it's, it's not a perfect world. And yeah. so we, we do our best to, to protect those we love. You know? And so yeah. for me, it's, it's, it's close to the best. It's much mm. closer now mm. father, to the best, whether it would be, um, you know, to a friend or a sibling, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, I'm learning that as well every day, um, playing this role of a father, what it means. Um, yeah. yeah, man, what a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> what a challenge. Um, and then also, it, like, I love that answer. Also, in terms of like, we, I know we laughed about this question, but if you were to homeschool mm. your daughter, would you, would you think, would you do that? And, and why would you do that if you did? Absolutely. I would, I would definitely, you know, I would definitely do it. Um, obviously, with, with that comes with, comes great tools, you know. Um, mm. With homeschooling, I like the idea behind it. Um, we had I had I had close friends who were homeschooled, and at the time I didn't understand it, but they came out quite brilliantly. Um, and I'd I'd really would would want to expose my child to that mm. as best as I can. Um, but again, again, it's, it's about the tools that I have to, to give them that, that privilege. Because I think also yeah. homeschool is, is a privilege for yeah. most people. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's an idea. I'll definitely, if it presented itself, I would, I would lean to awesome. it. Awesome, man. Because, yeah. I, yeah, as, as I said to Ashley earlier, is that, <clears throat> that whole notion of life skills is that, is that you combine life skills, actual life skills, yeah. with schooling. Because sometimes at school we only learn certain subjects, yeah. but we don't learn how to manage emotions. We don't learn how to manage yeah. our time properly sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. So then, just going into this question, I think this question was quite an interesting one as well. Um, out of the lessons, and I and I just know your background in, in yeah. terms of where you come from and how much you've seen and how much you've observed and. And also how much you've observed with yourself in terms of emotionally and mm -hmm. and knowing a lot of things. If, out of all the lessons that you learned, what is the if you could only choose one, what what one would you teach to your daughter? And what do you what do you hope that that brings for her? Sure, um, one that I definitely I think I carry that flag quite quite brightly and quite huge. Um, every stage of my life, from from young to teenage, it's a constant. Um, arrow for me was um, genuine, genuine um, connections, you know. Um, mm. And I think we've spoken about this quite a lot. That's my language. Yeah. Everything about it is genuine connection, and I mean that fully. Um, you know, there's, there's whatever, whoever is in front of you, you know, just really do your best to 
to engage and be present you yeah. know pay attention and and give your all um because it is a small world that we live in you know you never know where you might bump into the same you know people again yeah. um, and we had the privilege of of having you know friends who who we grew up with and we bump into them now and find out that they took a different path to us you know yeah. and but yet we were so close when we were kids so true um but yet for us having having held that to to the core um i find that engaging with them isn't awkward you know mm. i don't find that awkwardness mm. of yes i might hear the story is quite you know but it's not awkward because i still hold on to that genuine connection that i'm still the true me that we knew when we were still yeah. kids and so i'd say to my daughter that stay true to yourself stay true to where you come from and the truth um, and really genuinely connect and do not deny yourself self if that yeah. makes sense don't deny yeah. yourself self mm. and do not deny others self either so um yeah. and so yeah that's what the, the fruits of genuine connection comes from is really being true to self yeah um yeah yeah so that's awesome i like that one you really thought about that question i like that one thanks um and then kind of just you know out of everything it's such a broad thing um what is the one thing you really um that you're really really bad at (laughs) i mean you skilled at a lot of things but let's talk about one thing you're really bad at and then yeah and then Hoping that your daughter never finds out <laughs> that you're bad at that one thing. Yeah. Oh um, gosh. Um, I'm bad at. I'm really bad at time management. Um, that's <laughs> one of the things that I I know I'm I'm bad at. I get carried away when I get to my head to one thing. You know, I get carried away and I forget about everything else. Yeah. Um, and I've been caught as my hands in a cookie jar three times. Um. <laughs> And I think now that I'm a parent, I've, I've, I find myself doing that. Um, and so I think she's too young now to actually pay attention to it and be aware of it. Yeah. And I'm working yeah. on it slowly but surely. Um, my wife always reminds me of it. Um, she always tells me, you know, like, I need to stop doing certain things. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I find myself doing the same thing. Again. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, um, yeah, so that, that is one of the things that I think I'd, I'd want my daughter not to know about me. Um, <laughs> time management. Time management. It might creep up here and there, but I'll, I'll to find excuses and reasons to say, oh no, it's a sexy. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> you know what parents do, they lie to their kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a classic. Yeah. But yeah, no, that, that would be one of my, my biggest flaws. Um, that's yeah. awesome. No, that's great, man um and then you know in terms of i know it's a bit i know it's a big one but legacy like mm. if you if you were to leave a legacy for for your daughter so one that she can aspire to one that she feels like you know she really got everything she really saw everything out of you mm. um in terms of carrying your story as well yeah um and her story yeah what what would that look like what would that be sure i think it goes back to the i think the second question you asked me um it goes back to the whole thing of again um the legacy i want to leave is to not deny deny oneself Mm -hmm. you know um and it's so it's and i think 
telling your stories will be one the biggest one um of where you come from you know how you tell a story will determine you know your environment and mm -hmm. who who's gonna work with you you know in your path you know and so mm -hmm. i think for me a legacy i want my child to carry is you know be true to be true to yourself uh, always um every every opportunity or circumstance you find yourself do not deny yourself that experience mm -hmm. you know if it's a loss of someone if it is anger if it is you know be in the moment mm -hmm. and observe you know and and grow from it mm -hmm. you know growth comes in all shapes and, and and forms you know um but growth is from one point to a, another point having almost like improved on something mm. with improving character um improving behavior on improving your thinking um and so it's like the process of, of moving from one to the next is, is do not deny yourself that opportunity um and so yeah i think that would be my one one legacy is see things for what they are and learn from it mm. um mm. even yourself when you when you when you fail at something, um, stay yourself in the mirror, and yeah. do not deny yourself that person. Is that no, that was me. You know, mm. I failed at that, and so, um, but grow from it. Yeah. Um, it may creep up in the future, but it won't define me. Mm. That that's the key. I think don't let this um bad things define who you are. Yeah. But let it also be part of your story. Yeah. You know. Um. That experience, whatever experience, will be part of your story, um, but show growth. Yeah, yeah. And pain is such a evident thing. It's yeah. like such a fast mm. track to growth. Yeah, because it's like exactly uncomfortable. Exactly. Um, and I mean, we, we that was like for everyone. I think that's the last biggest lesson. But I think it's what we do about it. Mm. So it's what we do with the pain. Um, for today, we live in a pain. We live in a world where like well, pain is is you try to avoid it but mm. it grows it's like this mm. little creature that keeps chasing you <laughs> and yeah. it grows there was this advert on tv of kfc yeah. having that little monkey on your shoulder uh, and it keeps okay. growing yes and it, it's supposed to represent your hunger yes you know? I and i always like for me <laughs> like that would be the picture of how when people try to run away from something. from something yeah. And you find that whatever you you find yourself, it's it's growing. It's not this. It's like the pain is growing. Whatever you're running away, it's becoming mm. like a monster that's chasing you down. Mm. Um, eventually, it'll catch up to you, but you don't want you don't want to be too late. Yeah. And I'd rather have you face sit down in the room and face it. Yeah. Um. So that when you walk out of that room, you walk out knowing that you that pain knows that you that yeah. you don't define who you are. Yeah. You know? And so just going on to that thread, do you think um? having to have dealt with your past even this a little bit mm. where there was pain involved and you kind of ran away from it yeah dealing with that before you actually start a family do you think that's uh that is a constant i think that you don't you don't i think that there's there's uh, most people would, would say i think psychologists would even see this you know when it comes to to certain pains like loss and, and grieving you know there's a theme of, of grieving the past mm -hmm. um and for me like the certain parts i'm still recovering from mm -hmm. um 
but I, like again, I don't deny myself growth. Yeah. Yet even though I'm carrying that and past with me, and so certain things like I think I went I went to back in the township recently mm. a couple of years a couple of I think months ago. Months ago, actually. Um, beginning of the year actually. Like, I think yeah. we went there and we visited all the places that that I grew up in, and and I was expecting something of like a traumatic breakdown of some mm. sort, mm. but I didn't have that. Like yeah. I, I had I had joy and yearning and 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 moments of 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 appreciation mm. for where I come from, you mm. know, and certain like areas and people that I, I I didn't want to see, but when I saw them, I almost I was like, wow, that's the part of my story, you know, mm. um, and so I think again, having to face your past and stuff that the suffering and stuff, I think I'm still growing from it. Mm. Um, mm. I haven't I haven't yet gotten to the point of like some some of them you know it's only a few but most of them I have recovered from them yeah uh, but the only three now I'm still a constant reminder mm. and it's fearful sometimes some of them are very petrified like I, like I'm scared traumatic that I don't mm, want to become yeah. you know I don't want that it's like you know yes, sleepless man, nights we're in the same boat yeah. <laughs> we're in the same boat sleepless nights I'm like what was that <laughs> you know um but then it's what I take out from that is just something that reminds me to look back, to go back and just yeah. revisit, you know, yes. take a few steps back and just find out what triggered it. Yeah. You tend to ask me those questions, what triggers this, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, again, being an observant person, yeah. I, I pay attention if I react, yes. you know, um, when I'm tempted so much to react. I don't oh, know. man. I know, I know that it's just closed doors, you know, sometimes I'm yeah. just like, oh, no, no, but yeah, yeah no, um, yeah, so I'm still, some of the, my past, I'm still growing from it. I'm still learning. Yeah. Um, and that's so evident, man. For me as well, I think it's such an endless process. But being observant with oneself and one's own emotions and one's yeah. own triggers, yeah, it's very important to go mm. through to what you're trying to achieve um, forward, yeah. um, trying to grow. Yeah. Um, bro, it's an absolute pleasure to, awesome, have, you, man. Awesome. to have you. Thank, um, you. thank you for the wisdom. Awesome. Um, oh, pleasure, man. Pleasure. Um, yeah, and then we'll definitely do this soon again. Awesome stuff. Yeah, man. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Cool. Thanks, man. Welcome, everyone. This is Next Level Production. My first ever podcast and I thought I'd start it off with a bit of karaoke. So here we go. If you know the words, you're more than welcome to sing with me. Okay, I don't even know the words really, but I think I know but so here we go. Let 
Welcome guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. It is a pleasure and an honor to have you guys here with me. As I said, um, to start this off very well, this is my first ever podcast and I'm actually looking forward to just um, suiting whatever I need to and suiting the shit basically, sorry for my friends there. (laughs) But um, yeah, it's um, called Next Level Production, Um, I've, I've decided to call it that, I can't fully take credit for the name because I first heard the words from my brother, he used to always say Next Level, what's up? And then I heard him say Next Level Production and I thought, wow, what a good name for a podcast. So this is Alan Clark and this is Next Level Production. Well, before we get into any information and any stuff that I really want to talk about, um, I think I should introduce myself, right? I think I should give you a little bit of information of who I am and what I like, what I don't like, um, just so that you have an understanding of where I come from. Um, yeah, so next level production basically is going. We're going to be talking about a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to be talking from life, from your work ethics. We're going to be talking about uh, what your fitness is like. We're going to be talking about everything. So I hope you're ready for this journey that I'm really excited to take you guys on. Um, I myself am in an amazing journey and I think just everyone being in a COVID, this COVID season is that everything has changed. So we're all in a, in a hectic journey at the moment. But as humans, we are amazing at finding new creative ways to stay alive and to survive, you know. I think that's brilliant. So yeah, so my name is Alan Clark. <laughs> Sounds very English, I know. And then... Alan Clark also sounds very much like a white man, and I think it is a white man, obviously. <laughs> so I've always had just a small story. I've always had interviews, sometimes on the phone, and you know, and then I come into the office where I have to have the face-to-face interview, and people look at me confused, and I kind of know why their faces are confused because they were truly expecting. What do you think? A white person, absolutely. And then I walk in there, and it's like, wait, what? Are you Alan Clark? I'm like, yes, I'm Alan Clark. <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, and it's so awkward because I don't want to say it, but I know what they're thinking. I know what's going on in the head. Um, yeah, so Alan Clark, um, I let me start with what I love doing. I love running. I love cycling. I used to do cycling quite a bit. I think I started off with that. But then um, cycling really got, um, I really got into a lot of accidents, to be honest. Man, I was on the road bicycle and you know how our cars are on the road. I used to always drive into cars or cars used to drive into me. 
um, there's people that knew me when I was cycling quite a lot and if they told you the stories of how much accidents I got into I think you won't believe that I'm still walking these days because I used to end up in a hospital with you know my face broken or my hip is like numb or whatever the case may be but I yeah I'm, I, I decided to give that up and I started to run quite a lot and I really enjoy trail running so which means up on the mountains it's really my space to feel free and to feel like I can really think um, so I enjoy doing that and so just speaking about running um, I'm going to be doing some videos early in the morning because I normally do my runs early in the morning so if you guys want to check that out I'm going to put some videos on Facebook um, so you guys can just go there in the links and stuff but yeah so i i love running now um i enjoy eating i enjoy eating all kinds of food i'm i'm not very picky when it comes to food but i i've started enjoying eating sushi um love it mm, telling you next level stuff <laughs> to say next level production um but sushi um i enjoy having slap tips now and then not often because i think i thank you a strict routine on my eating and um, just because I run quite a lot and that kind of affects my, my running so yeah so eating I love writing um, I do note sometimes I also read quite a bit now I never used to read I used to hate reading to be honest I used I had dyslexic or can do you say you still have dyslexic I just um, learned to get over it um, and so I'm reading much more I've got so much books at the moment that I've read and I really enjoy it um, so yeah that's other thing and then let's go to things I really hate <laughs> doing I really hate getting up early in the morning for a run it's not fun it definitely is not fun um, I could sleep in but um, I do it because I you know, I think it's it's awesome to have fitness, um, a fitness level that really helps the immune system stay strong. So I do it anyway. I get up in the morning and once I've got my shoes on and I'm out by the door and I take my first deep breath and I just start running, then it's all better. It's not too, too bad. Um, other thing I hate doing is cooking for myself. I love cooking for other people, but for myself it's a bit hard because you make this massive meal and then you sit by yourself I, you know I'd much rather socialize having a meal with people than sitting by myself and having something for myself so I normally do some small meals or um, a salad or something for myself if I'm eating by myself um, yeah and that's about that's about it for now that's all I can think of if I think of anything else I'll just guess no but um, I, I was thinking, let's get into let's get into what I really want to talk about today. Um, and I, you know, it's it's gonna be information that so maybe you can you guys can take some of it away. Like there'll be a little bit of gold in there. So whatever you can take and use in your own life, you are so welcome. And that's why I, I wanted to start doing this because I think sometimes I have such awesome ideas, and I think oh, other people thinking this as well. I just want to get it out there, you know, and so this is why I started this whole thing. So, I'm speaking about, um, I've recently understood, you know, and I've known this all, all along, that I am always learning new things, always, constantly learning new things. 
And because I'm learning new things, it means that I'm always a student. You know, and I always thought that, hey, if you, when you leave school, then you're not a student anymore. You're an adult, you know things. Yes, you know things, but you're still a, you're still a student, even if you're an adult. And that's the thing. It's like, whatever age you are, no matter what age you are, um, you are always a student. And if you're not, then it's basically an ignorance thing. It's like, there's so many things to learn in this life. And, and I think there's... There's hard things and there's easy things and, you know, always just having a student mindset allows you to always question things and it allows you to find your way through life kind of easier a little bit to, to understand things and to really know stuff, which means that you need to always question stuff. So, yeah, I'm always a student um, and so, yeah, just starting off in the early years of my life, being younger, I was kind of, I would say I was a student of life you know a student of how to survive how to find food how to um, be safe when i wasn't feeling safe in certain places Um, a student of how to really read people how to understand people because sometimes i really didn't know whether people had good intentions or bad intentions so i really needed to be i needed to pay attention to detail you know so i was a student of life and then later on you know, I later on, like say 11, 12, 13, I became a student. Um, I went to school for the first time and um, I then had to start to learn how to read and write because I had dyslexic and I, you know, I couldn't do all of those things. So that was a, a very daunting task to go in a school where you know you don't know how to read and so you're so embarrassed because you think it's something so bad but then you realize that so many people are struggling with it and so i just put my head down and i learned everything i could i'm i'm so glad to say that today i read so much as i said earlier and i enjoy reading books and i enjoy you know figuring out what a word means and what a word doesn't mean and i enjoy asking questions if i don't understand things and I think that was the key to me learning so fast is that I always ask questions. Um, and I don't know if you guys always had this, any of you had this experience where you're sitting in the class and, you know, the teacher's explaining on the board and then you think that everyone understands but you know you don't understand something. And so you put up your hand and you ask the question and then everyone just laughs at you because they think it's such a silly question. But I, you know, I very early on decided that I'm not, I don't mind being the idiot. I don't mind asking the question that someone's going to laugh at me for. As long as I understand it and, and, you know, and then I, because at the end of the day, I'm going to be sitting and writing the exam or the test and then I write the wrong stuff and I lose points, you know. So I didn't want that. And so I decided very early on, I'm going to ask the questions that are necessary to ask. I'm always going to do it, no matter how irritating it sounds to someone else. I don't care. I don't care, you know? You can see I'm very passionate about this now. <laughs> but yeah, so so then I learned and, you know, and and today, today, where I'm at at this moment in time is now I'm learning so much about myself, being out of school and being about being at work and stuff like that, having to work now. I'm learning so much about myself 
um, you know, in the early years of your of your life, you just absorb things. You just take things in. People tell you things. You know, you experience trauma. You experience certain things, and you can't really explain it. You can't really question it because you're a kid. And then later on in your life, you have to take the responsibility to make sense of of how you operate in the world. How how well do you know yourself? How well do you understand your emotions, your triggers? When someone triggers you and you become angry, do you react to those feelings or do you sit with yourself and you go, why am I feeling like this? And so just being a student of my own emotions these days is incredible. I can't tell you how many times I felt angry for some weird thing or some small thing. And then I think to myself, wow, like, and, I'm, and then I just observe the emotion and I ask myself, why am I feeling this? Where is this coming from? And often, sometimes I can connect it to my past. Often, sometimes I can connect it to something that I felt when I was little, you know, and that's quite amazing because then I can connect it to something and I can really understand that it's not the person that said something. It's more that I've experienced this before and it's uncomfortable. And so that really gives me an insight in myself and understanding myself a little bit more. And so I'm truly grateful. Um, And I think it's an ongoing, an ongoing thing where you learn about yourself. I think you can never stop learning about yourself and that's the beauty of it. But knowing the fundamental stuff, you know, knowing how when you feel extremely excited around stuff, when you have a passion to help other people when you want to serve you know knowing those fundamental things and holding on to those things um, is very important because you know I think life gets really difficult and I mean really difficult and we all know this but if you can hold on to the, the things that gives you energy things that really makes you come alive if you can hold on to those things it can always help you in the hard times so, so my, so my, you know, coming to the to the summary of of this whole thing is that guys always be students. Like I can't stress it enough. Like you, you will learn so much, and you know you will always be an open book. And people always wanna, you know, tell you if you are if you are willing to just open your ears and shut your mouth sometimes people are always willing to give um, advice um, on certain things that you might not know about Um, and so I'm always seeking for new information I think that's the way you exercise your brain is that you if you're always searching searching for new information you always find it and it's the most incredible thing Um, you'll learn things that you've never known that you've never known and I just heard someone yesterday say something about, you know, when when I meet people, they said, he said, when I meet people, I always look at their actions because their actions speak so loud that I can hardly hear their, voice, their words. And I think, wow, that is so amazing. And that's so true because people's actions always tell the truth. You can be lying with your mouth left, right and center, but your accent speaks so loud. And... Um, so yeah, so when you meet people, you watch their accents and you'll see whether they are a student or whether they think they know everything, you know. And so yeah, um, I am super excited to have shared this with you. So thank you guys for, for having me. I'll be doing 
once a week I'll be doing a segment and yeah I hope you guys have enjoyed this information as a, as a game uh, whatever you can take from this you're more than welcome and yeah cheers guys next level production cheers bye So welcome Ash, um, so this is awesome, thank you for, for joining me at okay. this point. Um, yeah, so um, so there's one question I always like to ask, is, not always like to ask, but I'm going to ask you now. Um, so say you're at a dinner party and um, you know there's a whole bunch of people at this dinner party and all of a sudden the table goes quiet and someone asks you, so what do you do? Ooh. How do you how do you answer that question? Ooh. Yeah, um, that's that's always like the, the uncomfortable question. I think mm. um, for me personally, I don't know most people would be different, but for me, it's very uncomfortable. But it's worth answering um, because mm. depending on how I convey the message across, it will be. I normally go straight into what I currently do um, mm. with my time. So I would say like I am I'm a cleaner, I work for a church, um, full time. And then I proceed in, in explaining what I do with my spare time, which would be well, recently I became a parent. Um so I'd say like I like playing music, um uh, games and uh, watching movies and stuff like that. Yeah. Um yeah. And so I would I would literally just go through a list of things, mentally list of things that I do. Yeah, um, through my day, um, at <laughs> oh, cool. Um, it's funny though because I think it's such a it's such a broad question because you, yeah. it also depends on who who's at the dinner party. Yeah, so you can always look at it at, at, at that point as well. Um, and then um, some of you, um, I I know Ashley a little long. We've been mates for a long time, and so I've enjoyed really being friends and just doing life together in a sense. Um. So I feel like I have the upper hand because I know Ashley a little bit more than you guys do. Yeah. But you're going to get to know him a little bit more here today. Um, so I want to start off with kind of just give us a little bit of insight. Ashley's a, just to put this out there, Ashley's a new father. Yeah. Baby girl. Sweet. Um, her name? Hadassah. Hadassah. Beautiful. Hadassah. And her meaning? Hadassah is, um, I feel like my wife should be here to explain this. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah, Hadassah is um, Queen Esther's uh, Hebrew name, um, and it means marital tree. Um, and we chose that name because of what the tree actually uh, means. It's just it's just an established for me. It just feels like it's an establishment. God's establishing his um, his beauty and identity um, in in her. Mm. Um, and so yeah, we would want to, we kind of chose that name to bless her for futures continuing and um, for those uh, yeah as well we we diverse as well so i'm black and my wife is um dutch and so she my do our daughter will have a story to tell and so we just wanted to <laughs> yeah diverse yeah very diverse. diverse hey we live in africa so yeah, it has to be diverse <laughs> um so that's awesome man congratulations for thanks, that thanks and um so then being a new father, just give us a bit of insight to, I know it's a, it's a daunting task. It's, mm. it's not something that you take up lightly because there's so much to um, experience in this season for you with your daughter. 
Um, so tell us, give us a bit of background with in terms of your father. Like, yeah. what was he like, and how did you see him as, and 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 where do you think your father, yeah. all this gonna go? Um, yeah, just yeah, with with my father. Um, again, I I just like my daughter. I also come from a mixed background. My mom's Afrikaans, and my dad is Tosa, um, uh, born from born in the Eastern Cape. Um, and they lived in Langa um, Township, and so um, it's having to to observe my father. Um, so, anyways, I I've got three sisters, so I'm third born, mm. only boy. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I had a huge task ahead of myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, um, observing a man um, with my father, observing a man who had few words. Um, but a lot, huge action. So um, he didn't speak much. Um, he was he was one of those men who would come in a house, have a routine, um, and go to work. Uh, go go to his friends straight after work, and then come back home. And on odd days, he would stay um, stay in the house and crochet. He didn't speak. He wasn't really much of a socialite. He had social people around him. But he yeah. himself was a man of few words. Yeah. Um, but his actions, I think, um, yeah, spoke spoke a lot. Spoke volume. Yeah, spoke volume. Um, and you could sense that from the people he was around with. They kind of, you know, if you speak less, I found that the people around you speak for you. I don't know, it's like it comes mm. naturally mm. for those around you to speak for you. And so he had people who spoke highly of him. I mean, described him in ways that I never witnessed as a young boy because he, he became a different person around those people. And so, mm. um, but he was a solid guy, um, very true to himself. Everyone knew that about him. Um, and so, yeah, he was a man of, of, of straight, like a straight, straight arrow. Um, yeah. Yeah. And some of those, some of those, if you look at him now and his characters and his traits, you, what what are some of those traits that you see in yourself? Um, so the the traits that I see um, in myself when I think of my dad is is observing. I think I'm, I'm I'm very observant around my environment, and I myself I'm not one to to quick, to be quick to to speak. Um, but when I do have the chance, I speak quite a lot because I take that from my mom. I think my mom was a speaker. <laughs> yeah. She's still, like everyone knows my mom. You yeah. hear her speaking miles away. Um, yeah. But I think I, I have a timing thing where I time my, my, when when opportunity arises in a social environment. I'll be quite open and, and talkative. Um, but in a one-on-one, in a -on -one, I tend to like to listen to people. Um, and so we in a in a situation where there's a fight or conflict i i like to take the back seat and just observe before responding yeah um even when the environment requires me to get immediately involved in i will take my time um that irritates a lot of people um, <laughs> but yeah. i those who know me would understand where it's coming from and, and I, yeah. yeah so when i speak i speak from the heart and from my mind and so i think that i take that from my dad that's awesome. That's great, yeah. um, and I love that that you say with your with your mom. She's very out 
outspoken, loud. You can hear from a mile away. Yeah. But then your dad has softer side. He pace a lot, lot of patience, yeah. and you've took, taken both of that, and yeah. you can um, share them quite nicely together yeah. in a sense. So that's quite cool. Um, so I, so I kind of want to ask you this feel uh, this question because I think it's, it's something that I thought about when I when I wrote the question down in terms of what as a new father at this point what feeling comes up the most for you um um yeah i think a feeling of um you know like growing up i never i never saw well i have a feeling of of protection i think now that i'm a father you know um Mm. like being a bodyguard you know watching over i never had to do much of that um growing up because I, I mean in the crowd of people I was always like the little guy you know I was mm. that guy so I, I didn't have someone to look over and more people like to look over me yeah um yeah. and and so having to to be a father and a leader uh, in this role being fresh to me um is is something I'm still figuring out I think I'm still figuring out how, how to deal with that and, and what to do about it yeah. um but each day you know brings its own challenges yeah. um, and so i think it's just that that protection you know because i mean the world that you live in we all know it's it's, it's not a perfect world and yeah. so we we do our best to to protect those we love you know and so yeah. for me it's 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 close to the best it's much mm-hmm. closer now mm-hmm. a to the best than it would be um you know to a friend or a sibling you know yeah. um but yeah um, I'm learning that as well every day, um, playing this role of a father, what it means. Um, yeah. yeah, man, what a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> what a challenge. Um, and then also, it, like, I love that answer. Also, in terms of like, we, I know we laughed about this question, but if you were to homeschool mm. your daughter, would you, would you think, would you do that? And, and why would you do that if you did? Absolutely. I would, I would definitely, you know, I would definitely do it. Um, obviously, with with that comes with comes great tools, you know. Um, mm. With homeschooling, I like the idea behind it. Um, we had I had I had close friends who were homeschooled, and at the time I didn't understand it, but they came out quite brilliantly. Um, and I'd I'd really would would want to expose my child to that mm. as best as I can. Um, but again, again, this it's about the tools that I have to to give them that that privilege. I think also yeah. homeschool is is a privilege for yeah. most people. Um, so yeah, it's it's an idea. I'll definitely, if it presented itself, I would I would lean towards awesome. it. Awesome, man. Because yeah. I yeah, as as I said to Ashley earlier, is that <clears throat> that whole notion of life skills is that is that you combine life skills, actual life skills, yeah. with schooling. Because sometimes at school we only learn certain subjects, yeah. but we don't learn how to manage emotions. We don't learn how to manage yeah. our time properly sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. So then, just going into this question, I think this question was quite an interesting one as well. Um, out of the lessons, and I and I just know your background and in, in yeah. terms of where you come from and how much you've seen and how much you've observed and. And also how much you've observed with yourself in terms of emotionally and mm. and knowing a lot of things. If, out of all the lessons that you learned, what is the if you could only choose one, what what one would you teach to your daughter? And what do you 
what do you hope that that brings for her? Sure. Um, one that I definitely I think I carry that flag quite quite brightly and quite huge. Um, every stage of my life, from from young to teenage, it's a constant um, arrow for me. Was um, genuine genuine um, connections, you know. Um, mm. And I think we've spoken about this quite a lot. That's my language. Yeah. Everything about it is genuine connection, and I mean that fully. Um, you know, there's there's whatever whoever is in front of you. You know, just really do your best to to engage and be present. You yeah. know, pay attention and and give your all. Um, mm. Because it is a small world that you live in. You know, you never know where you might bump into the same, you know, people again. Yeah. Um, mm. And we had the privilege of, of having, you know, friends who who we grew up with and we bump into them now and found out that they took a different path to us, you know. Yeah. And but yet we were so close when we were kids. So true. Um but yet for us having having held that to to the core, um I find that engaging with them isn't awkward. You know, mm. I don't find that awkwardness mm. of yes, I might hear the story is quite you know, but it's not awkward because I still hold on to that genuine connection that I'm still a true me that we knew when we were still yeah. kids. And so I'd say to my daughter that stay true to yourself, stay true to where you come from and the truth, um, and really genuinely connect and do not deny yourself self. If that yeah. makes sense, don't deny yourself self, mm. and do not deny others self either so um uh, yeah. and so yeah that's what the the fruits of genuine connection comes from is really being true to self yeah um yeah yeah so that's awesome i like that one you really thought about that question i like that one thanks yeah. um and then kind of just you know out of everything it's such a broad thing um what is the one thing you really um, that you're really, really bad at. <laughs> yeah. oh. I mean, you skilled at a lot of things, but let's talk about one thing you're really bad at, and yeah. then, yeah. and then hoping that your daughter never finds out <laughs> that you're bad at that one thing. Yeah. Oh um, gosh. Um, I'm bad at. I'm really bad at time management. Um, it's <laughs> one of the things that I I know I'm I'm bad at. I get carried away when I get to my head one thing you know i get carried away and i forget about everything else yeah um and i've been caught as my hands in a cookie jar three times um <laughs> and i think now that i'm a parent i've i've i find myself doing that um and so i think she's too young now to actually pay attention to and be aware of it yeah and i'm working yeah. on it slowly but surely um, my wife always reminds me of it um and always tells me you know like I need to stop doing certain things, you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I find myself doing the same thing again. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, um, yeah, so that that is one of the things that I think I'd, I'd want my daughter not to know about me. Um, <laughs> time management. It might creep up here and there, but I'll, I'll just find excuses and reasons to say, oh no, it's just next <laughs> Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> you know what parents do when they lie to their kids? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a classic. Yeah. But yeah, no, that that would be one of my my biggest flaws. Um, that's yeah. awesome. No, that's great, man. Um, and then, you know, in terms of, I know it's a bit, I know it's a big one, but legacy, like, mm. if you if you were to leave a legacy for for your daughter, 
So one that he can aspire to, one that he feels like, you know, she really got everything, she really saw everything out of you. Mm. Um, in terms of carrying your story as well. Yeah. Um, and her story. Yeah. What what would that look like? What would that be? So I think it goes back to the I think the second question you asked me. Um it goes back to the whole thing of again, um, the legacy of the one to lose is to not be nice now oneself. Mm. You know, um and it's so it's and I think telling your stories will be one, the biggest one, um, of where you come from. You know, how you tell that story will determine, you know, your environment and mm. who who's gonna work with you, you know, in the past, you know. And so I think for me, a legacy of one like a child to carry is, you know, be true. You be true to yourself, uh, always. Um, every every opportunity or circumstance you find yourself, do not deny yourself that experience. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's a loss of someone, if it is anger, if it is, you know, be in the moment mm-hmm. and observe, you know, and and grow from it. You know, growth comes in all shapes and, and, and forms, you know. Um, but growth is from one point to a, another point having almost like improved on something. Mm. With improving character, um, improving behavior, or improving your thinking. Um, and so it's like the process of, of moving from one to the next is, is to not deny yourself that opportunity. Um, and so, yeah, I think that would be my one one legacy, is see things for what they are, and learn from them. Mm. Um, mm. Even yourself, when you when you when you fail at something, um, stare yourself in the mirror, and yeah. do not deny yourself that person. Is like no, that was me. You know, mm. I failed at that, and so, um, but grow from it. You yeah. know, um, it may creep up in the future, but it won't define me. Mm. That, that's the key. I think don't let this um, bad things define who you are. Yeah. But let it also be part of your story. Yeah. You know, um, that experience, whatever experience, will be part of your story. Um, but show growth. Yeah. Yeah. And pain is such a evident thing. It's yeah. like such a fast mm. track to growth. Yeah. Because it's like exactly uncomfortable. Exactly. Um, and I mean. We, we that was like for everyone i think that's the life's biggest lesson but i think it's what we do about it mm. so it's what we do with the pain um for today we live in a pay we live in a world where like well, pain is is you try to avoid it but mm. it grows it's like this mm. little creature that keeps chasing you <laughs> and yeah. it grows it was this advert on tv kfc yeah. having that little monkey on your shoulder uh, and it keeps okay. growing, yes. and it's, it's supposed to represent your hunger. Yes, you know? I do and remember I, that I always one. like, for me, <laughs> like uh, that would be the picture of when people try to run away from something. from something, yeah. and you find that whatever you you find yourself, it's it's growing. It's not this. It's like the pain is growing. Whatever you run away, it's becoming mm. like a monster that's chasing you down. Mm. Um, eventually, it will catch up to you, but you don't want you don't want to be too late. Yeah, and I'd rather have you face sit down in the room and face it yeah um so that when you walk out of that room you walk out knowing that you that pain knows that you that you don't define who you are yeah you know and so just going on to that thread do you think um 
having to have dealt with your past even just a little bit mm. where there was pain involved and you kind of ran away from it yeah dealing with that before you actually start a family do you think that's uh that is a constant i think that you don't you don't i think there's 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 uh, most people would, would say i think psychologists would even see this you know when it comes to to certain pains like loss and, and grieving you know there's, there's a theme of, of grieving the past mm-hmm. um and for me like a certain past i'm still recovering from mm-hmm. um but i like again i don't deny myself growth yeah yet even though i'm carrying that that past with me and so certain things like i think i went i went to back in the township recently mm-hmm. a couple of years a couple of i think months ago, months ago um beginning of the year actually i think yeah. we went there and we visited all the places that that i grew up in and and I was expecting something of like a traumatic breakdown of some mm. sort, mm. but I didn't have that. Like yeah. I, I had, I had joy and yearning and 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 moments of 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 appreciation mm. of where I come from, you mm. know, and certain like areas and people that I I I didn't want to see, but when I saw them, I almost like I was like, wow, that's you're part of my story, you know. Mm. Um, and so I think again having to face your past and stuff that the suffering and stuff i think i'm still growing from it mm. um mm. i haven't i haven't yet gotten to the point of like some some of them you know it's only a few but most of them i have recovered from them yeah uh, but only three now i'm still a constant reminder mm. and it's fearful sometimes some of them are very petrified like it's like i'm scared traumatic that i don't mm, want to yeah. become you know i don't want that sleepless nights I'm like, what was that you know um but then it's what i take out from that's just something that reminds me to look back to go back and just yeah. revisit you know yes. take a few steps back and just find out what triggered it you yeah know? you tend to ask me those questions what triggers this you know yeah um yeah. and so yeah again being an observant person yeah i, I pay attention before i react yes. you know um I'm tempted so much to react. Oh man! I know, I know that yeah, there's just closed doors. You know, sometimes I'm yeah. just like, oh, nah. no. But yeah. yeah, no. Um, yeah. So I'm still some of the my past. I'm still going from it. I'm still learning. Yeah. Uh, that's so evident, man. For me as well, I think it's such an endless process. But being observant with oneself and one's own emotions and one's yeah. own triggers, yeah, it's very important to go mm. through to what you're trying to achieve. Um, forward yeah trying to grow yeah um bro it's an absolute pleasure to awesome, have you man. Awesome. to have you thank, um, you thank you for the wisdom awesome um, oh, pleasure man pleasure. Um, yeah and then we'll definitely do this soon again awesome stuff yeah man cool awesome thanks guys cool thanks man